1: The Bruce Hooley Show Podcast is brought to you by Hemisphere Coffee Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at Hemisphere Coffee Welcome to our number two Bruce Hooley Show. Thanks to you for listening on 945 in Dayton, 989 in Columbus. Our number is 844-talk989, 844-talk989. Send me an email, bruce at com. bruce at com. We spent hour number one yesterday on the show talking about the resolution that the Ohio Board of Education is debating, which would basically encourage Dave Yost, the state attorney general, to join other attorneys general, 21 of them, I believe, in the country, who are fighting against the Biden administration, expanding Title IX protection to gender ideology. In other words, right now, Title IX, for 50 years, has caused opportunities for women to be available to them that were previously the exclusive purview of men. That's why women's sports has proliferated. That's why we have women's professional sports leagues. That's why we have an Ohio High School Athletic Association that has girls' sports offerings like boys' sports offerings. That's why we have an incalculable number of women who have gone to college on athletic scholarships and benefited from the education that they gleaned from those scholarships to go on and accomplish great things in the workplace, in life, in their families. Title IX was a visionary law. It was necessary, and it has been staunchly guarded throughout the last half century. But now it will be eventually eradicated if the Biden administration expands under the umbrella of title IX, people who claim they are a sex different than the one they were born because women's sports will not be exclusively for women. If men pretending to be women, men who are mentally ill with gender dysphoria, and that is not an inflammatory statement, the, uh, Diagnosis of gender dysphoria used to be called officially gender uh, dysphoria. I lost the word. I <laughs> had uh, disorder. Gender dysphoria disorder. A disorder is something that is not in the proper order. So you are not properly ordered in your understanding of yourself if you have been diagnosed with gender dysphoria disorder but now we're in a culture where you don't dare hold people accountable for crimes they commit you don't dare tell anybody they're wrong and let me just say i was having a conversation with a friend today we were talking about various things it's easy to blame the whole transgender stuff on the biden administration or on crazed activists like equality ohio Glad Human Rights Commission, and they they definitely, definitely have the lion's share of the blame. But let me also say, where are the men in this? Where are the men in this? And I know I'm preaching to the choir here because I'm assuming that with my audience, I'm talking to conservatives, because darkness doesn't like the light, so very few liberal Democrats are listening to this show because they don't want to be told that their deeds are evil, even though their deeds are evil. But the problem that we have with gender reassignment surgeries and gender-affirming care and kids being given puberty blockers that will chemically alter their bodies and keep them from ever functioning as adults the way their bodies would function if they were not attacked chemically by doctors' prescriptions, Men also in our society bear a huge share of the blame for this because the failure of men to be men, to lead their families, to protect their families, to be present in their family is why this coddling attitude, this accommodating attitude, this affirming attitude has taken over our culture. Now, women are gifted, and again, I'm generally speaking, women are gifted as nurturers. The nurturing of a mother is an indispensable part of a child's life. And women are generally equipped uniquely to be better nurturers than men, better affirmers than men. Men are more gifted, more equipped to be protectors, providers, and to set parameters. To set parameters, to set boundaries, and to enforce those boundaries when those boundaries are violated. And men, and I've been guilty of this, who have engaged in excuse-making for our own failures, Our kids' failures, failures of our businesses, the failures of whatever things we're engaged in, to blame shift rather than to own responsibility and to react to the consequences of our failures. That is a big-time contributing factor to the degradation of our culture because men, not enough men, have been filling the roles men are designed to fill protector provider and the setting of and the enforcing of parameters and boundaries we have a generation now of young people not just high school kids but beyond that high school, college graduates millennials Who get into the workplace and if they don't like something, well, they're going to protest. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. And it has become anathema for the workplaces to say, you know what? If you don't like it, get out. The consequence of your action is that you have shown me you are not going to buy in. You are not going to join in the collective mission of our organization. So, see ya. No, we don't do that anymore. We are, we are violated, we are not respected, we must be heard. And this has developed in our culture, this idea that I have to get my way or somebody else is to blame. And what greater demonstration of that is there in the fact that we have educated, mm-hmm, air quotes, competent physicians, therapists, who have ceded control of the diagnosis and treatment of children to the child. To the child. I was born a boy, but I don't feel like I'm a boy. I feel like I'm a girl. Where is the man in that kid's life to say, no, you are a boy? No amount of you feeling different changes the fact that you are a boy. No amount of coddling by whether it's the mom, whether it's the therapist, whether it's the doctor should be able to get in front of that father in that child's life saying, this is all nonsense. You are a boy and you are not going to chemically alter your body, nor am I going to let anybody chemically alter your body or, heaven forbid, physically mutilate your body into attempting to be something you are not. But education, our betters, our influencers are affirming this as well. And you know, one of the big debates out there on the whole transgender argument is that we all know, we know innately when we look at a television screen and we see Leah Thomas, a biological male, there is no other kind, with a stature that towers over the actual females swimming in girls swimming He towers over them. His hands, his shoulders are much bigger. His waist is much narrower. His feet are much bigger. His legs are much longer and stronger. And he annihilates the women he swims against, competitively speaking. And this so chafes against our sensibilities of right and wrong that we innately know that this is wrong. It's allowed to happen, but we all know it's wrong. And the more we see it, I think the danger is people, the danger to those who advocate for it, will say, oh, "You know, they're probably not going to let us get away with this very much longer. And so we have to reshape the argument. And so we get a story from The Atlantic. A lot of smart people work there, right? A long story explaining that the reason why we have differences in boys and girls, here's the quote, part of the reason why we have this belief that boys are inherently stronger than girls, and even the fact that we believe that gender is a binary, which means pre-established, is because of sport itself. The strict sex segregation that we've instilled in sports at all levels gives the impression that men and women have completely different capabilities. But in reality, the relationship between sex and athletic capability is never so cut and dried. See, if we just let boys play girls sports and girls play boys sports you know in in 20 years like we'll have girls the size of defensive tackles we'll have girls the size of nba basketball players they'll be like a a karen bryant the same size and ability as kobe bryant there'll be a michelle jordan that'll be able to jump from the free throw line and dunk the ball if we just let them play in the same sport you have to be a lunatic to believe this. And unfortunately, there are plenty of lunatics out there. So if you sit out there every day, and I learned this last night once again, it was great to engage with um, Lori. And man, I wish I could remember Lori's husband's name. I'm so sorry. They, they were great to talk to last night about PatriotSwitch.com. And I realize when I talk to you via Patriot Switch that people are all in on recognizing the danger out there in our culture. And a lot of times people will say, what can I do? What can I do? And I'm like, well, pray, number one. And two, stand for truth. Say true things. Refuse to be in audiences where true things are not said. But now I do have something tangible that you can do. Uh, This resolution that the State Board of Education is uh, debating... And yesterday, look, they had public comment. And I chronicled during the show, Joe Ingalls, uh, org, was giving a little snippet of everybody's comment. And the comments were 10 to 1 against the resolution. Now, what's in the resolution? The resolution reads like this. The concept of education rests on the notion that there are things we can know. There are objective facts, even objective truths. Sex is one such objective. Scientific fact. It is a scientific fact. And so it's about keeping the Biden administration from forcing schools to allow boys to play girls' sports, boys to use girls' restrooms, boys to dress with girls, shower with girls. Does that seem like a problem to any sane person out there? Yes, everybody's hand went up. Yes, yeah, seems like a problem to me, Bruce. But the overwhelming feedback yesterday was because the LGBTQ freaks out there are able to marshal their evil forces and get them to show up at a state board of education hearing and inundate the board with all kinds of vitriolic lies about how this will damage trans kids and they will be... Remember the attorney yesterday? There'll be thousands of trans kids kill themselves if this resolution goes through. Uh, No, there aren't thousands of trans kids. And if they do kill themselves, it will be because you've allowed them to persist in their mental illness that their biological, cognitive... Uh, That their biological reality does not match their cognitive feeling. That'll be on you, not on those of us who want to do them the solid of telling them, you know, you really were born a boy, you really were born a girl, just hang on. Wait till you get a little bit more perspective in life. We're not going to let you hurt yourself. It's interesting in the aftermath of this Martha's Vineyard freak out by the left. What do they say about Ron DeSantis? Oh, why he used those migrants as a prop. He used kids as a prop to make a political point. He used his kids as a prop. Meanwhile, they use, on the left, real kids in real psychological distress as props mutilating their bodies surgically, feeding them poisonous chemicals to interrupt their development using them as props to support the unsupportable ideology that man can order his own sex just by speaking it into existence. You want to talk about using kids as props? What are drag queen story hours? See, the left only sees evil when... They think they see it on the other side. And they commit so much of it, they can't see it when they do it. But the State Board of Education is not immune to the lies being shouted at it by all these LGBTQ people. And so I'm going to put on the Bruce Hooley Show Facebook page a way for you to communicate to the State Board of Education your support for this resolution from Brendan Shea, who is a courageous member of the Ohio State Board of Education. Here is Brendan Shea talking about his resolution and the necessity for it.
2: People have asked me, even people who support the idea, you know, you make some pretty bold claims right in the preamble to this resolution, which is quite funny because, you know, to call... The claim about biological sex bold but I guess I guess it is in today's day and age but I think it needs to be said while it can still be said I think today the majority the vast majority of the public is on our side with this if this continues much much further we've seen things happen in the past then someday whether it's three years from now five years from now the majority won't be on our side they won't be able to say yeah I understand biological sex, male and female. They won't be able to say that. But today, hopefully the majority of people can read this and actually laugh before they cry. So I think it needs to be said.
1: The necessity for this resolution is obvious in the fact that 10 years ago, did you think you'd ever have to defend the idea that if you were born a man, you couldn't just say you were a woman and make it so? Did you think 20 years ago that you'd ever have to fight against abortion being legal up to the very moment of delivery? Do you see what being silent on these things has resulted in? Do you see what being safe on these things has resulted in? He's right. If you don't speak now, you're never going to have the opportunity to speak on it and to not be shouted down. Brendan Shea makes another great point about what education is and what it is not.
2: If we get to a place where we cannot affirm basic biology, that is the first nail in the coffin of education. Because education, it's premised on the idea that there are things we can know. There are certain truths, and that's why you get educated, right? To pursue knowledge, to pursue truth. And if that goes out the window, then the only thing left, you talk about indoctrination all the time. That would be the only thing left. Training up our children in the, the latest fads, the latest trends, the latest politically correct thinking, what to post on your on your social profile, right? Your social media profile. That would be all we have left. So we have to fight for that first and foremost.
1: He is right. And, of course, Columbus City Schools opposes this resolution. President of the Columbus School Board, Jennifer Adair, on the record with 10TV.com. She went yesterday. She spoke against the resolution they are not speaking for kids they are speaking for an ideology school board members from canton toledo Gehanna jefferson also called the resolution harmful president of the Gehanna jefferson board burl pickle antonio this is fueling an already raging fire of a culture war where students are already getting burned yeah you bet they're getting burned burl they're getting burned by you Boys are getting chemically castrated by the poison that doctors are pumping into them. Girls are having their breasts cut off. Being rendered at age, what, 14, 15, 16, unable to have children forever. Is that a decision that it feels like a 14-year-old ought to have the understanding to make? Only in your woke, twisted
0: world.